Seattle in the 90s. A tidal wave of iconic music roars out of this sleepy city and launches a pop culture revolution. Here's a story you haven't heard. Let the Kids Dance is a new podcast about the rise and fall of Seattle's teen dance ordinance, the law that made it illegal for young people to go to concerts. Listen to Let the Kids Dance from KUOW and the NPR Network. This is Sound and Vision from KEXP in Seattle. I'm Emily Fox. The London-based band Goat Girl released a new album on Friday. Coming up in 15 minutes, we'll hear how the themes of climate change, mental health, and gender issues come up on that record. Basically, overthrowing the patriarchy, getting our power back as witches. But speaking of London, let's first check in on Brexit and how that could impact UK and European musicians once artists and bands are able to tour again. So after years of negotiations following the 2016 referendum for the UK to leave the EU, a deal over Brexit was finally hammered out just before the new year. So we're now one month into that deal and many questions still remain. But with new borders, visas, work permits and taxes, it looks like it'll likely mean a lot of complications for UK bands trying to tour Europe. KEXP's Isaac Kaplan-Wolner has more. It's a tough time to be a musician. The pandemic has put live events on hold for almost a year. Bands have been robbed of the ticket and direct merchandise sales that are a financial lifeblood. For UK musicians, add in the double whammy of Brexit. The deal finally reached with the EU at the end of last year could drastically limit bands' ability to tour in Europe, which is collectively the third largest music market in the world. Our musicians uh, are used to performing in places like Paris uh, one night, and then going to Amsterdam or other Rome another night um, without visas, work permits, restrictions. That, that has served us quite well for a number of years. That's Tom Keel, deputy CEO of UK Music, a lobbying group working on behalf of musicians. Keel said the Brexit deal leaves more questions than answers at this point. What we're dealing with now in the UK is for our artists and performers to actually travel to, to France, to Germany, to Italy. They're now going to have to, to navigate a multitude of different systems. So we're trying to get clarity on that. Some countries operate work permit type systems, others don't. So it's going to be a lot of complexity and because everything that's going on with, with COVID at the moment too and not much touring taking place, we're not really going to get a proper chance to to test this system at the moment. So we're analysing very closely the agreements that have been made with the European Union. There is a distinct absence of clarity exactly in terms of work permits and permissions, in terms of the movement issue. Having spent four and a half years reaching one agreement, we're now going to be looking for some kind of supplementary agreement in order to, to deal with some of these issues. I honestly do think that someone's Goat Girl is a post-punk band from London who released their sophomore album On All Fours on Friday. In an interview with KEXP's Emily Fox, band members reflected on how Brexit may impact their ability to tour in the EU. I mean, we're in a privileged position where we're signed to a label, so like there is probably a possibility that we will still be able to tour. It will just mean that the record label will have to spend more money and it will probably be for less dates or, you know, it will be like kind of stripped down, but there are a lot of bands that don't have that kind of opportunity. And so there's just going to be like a whole block of music that's kind of wiped out from 
being able to be spread sort of like globally, which is just such a shame. It just basically eradicates like DIY music. That was Goat Girl guitarist Lottie Cream. And of course, Brexit is on the minds of many UK artists. Last week, Scottish musician Derek William Dick, better known by his stage name Fish, posted a long screed titled How Brexit Has Destroyed UK Artists' Ability to Tour in the EU. Fish wrote, in part, I genuinely despair the current state of the music industry and the dreams that are being broken on these rocks. We, the music business and industry of the UK, are currently in a perilous state. Fish got his start 40 years ago as the lead singer of prog rock band Marillion. He since had a long career as a solo musician, touring heavily across Europe. I spoke with Fish from his home in Scotland to get a better sense of why he's so worried about Brexit's impacts on the UK music scene. I'm You recently posted a, a long Facebook post talking about your concerns, not just for yourself, but especially for up and coming and younger musicians. Can you talk about, first of all, what it was like when uh, the Brexit agreement was finally reached at the end of the year and, and what that actually looked like it might mean for musicians in the UK? Well, the Brexit agreement, I mean, it wasn't kind of finalized until... 31st of December, and it was just dropped on us the, the next day. And, you know, we'd been told about preparing for this for years, but nobody knew what we were preparing for. You know, in, in December last year, it was a no-deal Brexit until this deal was hodgepodge together to, to get it through to get it through on the date that the, the, the Tory party wanted. And it's created a lot of problems for us. Um, we've now gone from having free travel, free access to the EU to um you know for musicians we now have to get work visas or permits for every individual country we play over there and we've got to work within very strict kind of uh, time criteria which means that in the schengen territories it's we, we can only be there for 90 out of 180 day, any 180 day period um to put that in perspective i mean what i've found out so far i mean in Holland, it's about two hundred and fifty pound a person for the permit, or for the for the paperwork for the the that goes round this permit. It's the processing fee, and you know I, I carry a lean ten ten person outfit. I mean, it's six musicians, one sound engineer, one backline tech, one lighting guy, one production manager, ten people, two thousand five hundred pound uh, two thousand five hundred pound a country. And, you know, for me, I mean, you know, I'm playing decent-sized venues, but for a young band playing clubs, trying to get into Europe for the first time, I mean, to come up with that money, which you will have to come up with in advance, at least two months or so to get a visa processed, you know, to get into into, into Europe on the visas, you know, to the third biggest music market in the world, which is only, you know, an hour and a ferry away, you know, it's uh, it's quite a big hit. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about those numbers a little bit more. For your band, you know, six musicians, 10 people total with crew, just to go and play a show or a run of shows in Holland, you're saying that would be 2,500 uh, euros to do that. And I mean, that's just for one single country of the many that a band would hope to hit in the EU. That sounds like a, a serious hit to the bottom line when musicians are often not making a whole lot on one individual show. Exactly. I mean, you know, for myself, you know, I mean, I, I play maybe five, six shows in Holland. I'll play about maybe 12 up to 15 in Germany. 
so great. But I mean, Belgium, for example, I mean, you know, I don't really mean that much in Belgium. There's one club that, you know, I, I play progressive music and there's one club that kind of specialises in putting on progressive bands. It's only an 800 capacity venue. But if I want, and I normally play it on a kind of way in, way out. So when we're getting the ferry from Cali in France and we're going towards Holland, Germany, whatever, you know, we go through through Belgium and on the way in, way out, we play that gig. We can no longer play that gig because if I want to play in Belgium, it's going to be, I'm going to have to find, as you said, 2,500 euros just to play one show. So all that cost is coming on one show. And my guarantee on a, on a kind of normal show like that is about 6,000 euros. Right, and you're looking at close to half of my the guarantee I used to get is now going to be taken up in a visa. So I mean, you know, it's it, it means that you know we're having to go into a place like Belgium, what we have to ask for guarantees the promoter couldn't afford to to pay us. You know, so there goes Belgium, France, the same. I mean, you know, we do well in Paris, the outlying areas. Uh, you know, Paris is like a country within a country. We can't play Paris now in one show. Uh, Spain, where we play Madrid and Barcelona, kind of decent-sized clubs, you know, venues, you know. We could do that because it's too much to throw in it. So there's three countries gone, you know. So, I mean, that's kind of what it does to me. Now, think what it's going to do to, to younger bands, you know, and people that are on independent labels. I mean, the, the reason why a lot of bands get support from the, the big, big labels and independents is because it's a big market, which if they break you know, it means that they can sell a lot of albums. But for, you know, for young, really young bands, unsigned bands especially, it's, it's going to be exceptionally difficult. It's immensely complicated already to put together a tour, and this is just adding layers and layers of complication on top of that. In addition to the concern about uh, work visas and permits for potentially each individual country a UK musician is trying to travel to in the EU, there's also the issue of the VAT, or value-added tax. Can you talk about uh, the impacts there for musicians? Yeah, value-added tax is kind of maybe like your, your kind of state tax kind of vibe, you know. And it's um it's about 20% in the UK, roughly the same across most European countries. And up till now, we were all, because when we were in the EU, it was single market. Then the VAT was all calculated by the powers that be. And as, as, indiv- as individual companies, my company, when we sold items to the, the the EU, we charged VAT and we paid that to the UK who passed it through, etc. Now, there is no VAT charges in, in the EU, and it's, um, we're in a situation where we're going to have to register for VAT in every individual country. I mean, the backbone of every young band is the band's merchandise, and selling it on the road, selling albums and shirts direct to fans, that, that basically underpins tours. And there's areas, even even myself, where you know I've gone into places into some countries or, or maybe some cities that are a bit far flung, where the merchandise saved the gig. You know, out in the EU now, if you've got to register for VAT in every individual country to sell merchandise and and claim back your hotels and costs and things where VAT is charged, you have to register. That's an accountant. It's you know it's more bureaucracy. It's more headache. You know, and to add to that, I mean, you know, we we, we were talking about the borders. I mean. Because it's all individual countries, it's all individual permits, you're going to have to get your passport stamped at every individual crossing. And sometimes, you know, like on that area between Holland and Germany especially, you could cross a border twice, you know, on a night drive up to another city or whatever. So, I mean, 
route planning is going to come into the equation. Uh, and because we have to carry things called carnies, a carny is a document supplied by the UK government that you have to put down a bond for, which is the value, a quarter of 25% of the value of the, what's in your truck or your trailer. This is basically uh, an attempt to make sure that you're not selling valuable equipment and backline in these countries without tax or something like that? Exactly. So when you take that material out, you bring it all back. And what you have to do is you have to get that carny stamped at every border. It's just layer after layer of, of, of bureaucracy that wasn't there four weeks ago that we're having to deal with. You know, and, you know, we have to accept it. You know, the UK made a, 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 a democratic decision and we have to stick by it. These are the new rules. We have to find a way to, to, to deal with them. But there's a lot of questions being asked where I think there needs to be a rethink, especially on the visas. And I th I'm sure there is some way that we can come to an agreement where the, the EU regarding a kind of um, an EU-wide kind of working permit or whatever for musicians and, and, and you know, and, and relative crew and technicians, etc. This is KEXP's Sound and Vision. We're talking with Scottish singer-songwriter Fish about the possible impacts of Brexit and artists trying to tour in the EU now that a deal has been reached at the end of 2020. Fish was the lead singer of the prog rock band Marillion, and he has a long career as a solo artist. He just released a new album, Weltschmerz, at the end of last year. I'd say probably 60% of, of, of my, my live income comes out of Europe. And, you know, it's been drastically affected. It's, it's a huge market for British musicians. I mean, the UK is a, a small group of countries, you know, and, you know, there's so many bands that have developed and, you know, um, they've been able to, to move forward because of support from the European markets. Culture is being horribly affected by this our culture you know is, is being horribly affected by covid you know and you know to have this pulled on top of us just you know it's just a, a very bitter cherry on a cake and it's you know and it needs to be addressed by the uk government and and in conjunction with the eu to find a way forward with this to try and and, and clear up this logjam have you heard any possibility of clearing up that logjam for musicians? Is there any talk of fixing these permit and tax issues that you've heard of? I think the government have been taken aback by the response. It's, I mean, there has been a huge response. I mean, on February the 8th, there's going to be a discussion in the House of Commons. I'm being questioned in a parliamentary committee before that, that discussion actually happens. And I'm... Um, you know, it's been raised. I mean, everybody's becoming aware it is a massive, massive issue now. And what we've got to do is keep the pressure on and 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 increase the wave. You know, the music industry was the record; it's worth five point four billion pounds. You know, that's not a small industry, and they're in danger of killing it. And a lot of that music industry earns its its money from you know playing and selling and working in the EU. Uh, my problem is, has been, you know, in, in, in recent weeks, the fact that, you know, you're facing COVID and you're dealing with COVID and, you know, the September tour might not happen. Okay, that's we, let's move forward and deal with that. Let's plan ahead. But then, of course, the point that we're talking about, 
is that the Brexit deal was thrown at us in four weeks ago. And it's just basically all the plans you were trying to make have just been thrown completely up in the air. And we don't know what's happening. And we need information, you know, reliable, trusted information, you know, and get the questions that we're asking answered, you know. Well, Fish, we thank you so much for your perspective on Brexit, and we wish you the best with that September tour or whenever you are able to go out on the road again. Thank you so much for your time. Okay, cheers, Isaac. For KEXP's Sound and Vision, I'm Isaac kaplan Woolner. But it's This is Sound and Vision. Well, London's Goat Girl released a new album Friday. It's called On All Fours. I caught up with the band and had them break down how the record addresses climate change, gender issues, and mental health. Here's guitarist and vocalist Ellie Rose Davies, who goes by the name LED, talking about the song The Crack. The Crack specifically is kind of about a post-apocalyptic world where we try and find another planet to live on and ruin after ruining this one. So it's a bit of sci-fi mixed in with environmental awareness, if you like. The Crack appeared The idea of thoughts being silenced comes up in Goat Girl's song once again. The thoughts that plague my brain the silence once again And bang. Silence. Here's Lottie Pendleberry, a.k.a. Lottie Cream. I think the silence I was talking about in um, Bang is kind of imagining the beautiful silence that would exist if we were to get rid of the male ego (laughs) 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 yeah so it's basically about addressing male egos and sort of pushing them what was it put them in the middle (laughs) push out all their egos (laughs) and then there's just the beautiful silence that will exist Basically, overthrowing the patriarchy, getting our power back as witches. Health also comes up uh, on this record. LED, do you want to talk about the story behind Anxiety Feels? I don't want to be on those pills. 
produced at the beginning of 2020, right before the coronavirus pandemic swept the world. The UK is in the top five countries in the globe that has seen the highest death rate per capita from the virus. Goat Girl has been vocal against the UK's response to the pandemic. Putting sort of capitalism and profit over people's health, which is just insane, insane and very evil. This is all awful, but the most disgusting part of it is also the fact that they're not owning up to any of their like incompetences or mismanagements, to put it lightly. Yeah, I saw that headline today that was like, we've done all we can. It's like, "Mm, I don't think you've... Yeah, you've killed 100,000 people for no reason. They could have been avoided. So blood is on their hands and it will be a real shock if... All the people leading the country at the moment are in power for much longer. But to be honest, they will be because that's how the government works. The blood on their hands just keeps adding up and up. That was LED, Lottie Cream, Holly Hole and Rosie Bones, the band Goat Girl. Their sophomore album on all fours was released Friday. Here's their song, Body Bop Bop, a song where they all switched instruments and delivered a message about climate change. Sound and Vision, please take a moment to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and consider giving a one-time $20 donation to help support this show at kexp.org slash sound. Thanks for listening.